welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And we're on episode 131. What? This is crazy. And this is um, a special episode because usually we only drop on Wednesdays and Sundays, but this is Friday. Yeah, we're trying to start a tradition, seeing how <laughs> the, the, the oh, hope whoa, is. Whoa, 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 Careful whoa, whoa, saying whoa. starting a tradition. Okay, but I hope it's a tradition that doesn't last long. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that sounds kind of weird. But in these times, hey, we wanted to bring something light, something enjoyable, maybe keep you distracted uh, from what's going on. Because, you know, we're not fans of, you know, doing our recordings from the super underground bunker. Yeah. But, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we just need to think about things that aren't related to the current time. And uh, we're going to take a little look at garage sales. Yeah, which is kind of a, a trip down memory lane, if you think about it, since... Uh <laughs> Garage sales are kind of non-existent <laughs> right now. I know, now. but it's only been a few, it's only been like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying though, like, so, so anything we talk about now, as far as garage sales go, you may be like, oh yeah, but this doesn't apply now. <clears> but remember, <throat> garage sales will come back. They're going to come back. Yeah. Agreed. You know? And we just wanted to have a little bit of fun. And I think we got a lot of good feedback from our first reaction video to Amazon Empire. Dun, dun, dun. Rise and reign of Jay's Bezos. Yeah. So now we're going to be doing uh, your boy. Gary V <laughs> in his trash talk videos. Yeah. And we're hitting up episodes one and two. Yeah. So be aware. And by the way, in case you're wondering, this is sufficient for work if you're going to be at work. But if yeah. since you're, we're not. Safe for work. Safe for work. Yeah. It's sufficient for work. It's sufficient like, for work too. If your quality work is standard. Reselling. Yeah. But uh, hey, we wanted to keep it pure hustle. And so luckily Gary V had some, he has a censored channel. Yeah. Which um, a lot of times just sounds like every other word. It's gone. It just disappears like you watch. But if you're listening, you don't notice. If you're watching it on YouTube, you definitely notice. That was like, man, I remember back in the day when radio was a thing. Do you remember that radio? Yeah, like I think people so. Would still, like, yeah. they, you'd listen to music and you'd have to like, like wait. Like little tuner thing? Yeah, and you'd have to wait until like your song came on that you were hoping would come on. You'd even call them. I remember. Like, hey, I do. Play? Yeah, those days were kind of weird. Now, there were certain songs and I remember specifically when I was in junior high, like Limp Biscuit was big, right? Limp Biscuit, and and there were certain songs that he would do, and literally, I don't even know why they put it on the radio because like you couldn't understand half of the song because it's all bleeped out. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. It's I get just, that. But there's always those radio versions where people would right. throw in words that, like, you're like, "Why is this word here?" Like, we all know what's going on. And then you hear you hear the original one, and you're like, "Wait, what?" They say what? Yeah, I, know. I thought it was it, this. Other it changes thing. the whole tune of the yeah, song. Yeah, I totally sure. get that. Anyways, hey. We're going to kind of do a little analysis of Gary V's garage selling, hopefully. Yeah. So what we're saying is um, we are the experts on garage sales and we're <laughs> going to tell Gary V what he's doing wrong. So Gary V, if you're watching this, prepare to be schooled. I'm just whoa, kidding. That's whoa, not true. Whoa. I, hey, if he does a reaction video to our reaction video, that'd be pretty awesome. Whoa. That would be like Inception. Somebody make that happen. Hit up Gary V. Tell him to react to our reaction. There we go. All right. Let's 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 start with our first clip. All right. Here we go. Head south on River Road toward Park Avenue. Turn right onto Park Avenue. The thing about garage sale that really turns me on is the thrill of the hunt because it's the place where you can really score a huge box of toys for three bucks worth three hundred. Think about it. Yes, GP. I just okay. got three mugs. The big, the big thing right now is I can't really look these things up and show you because I gotta get more stuff. This is the early bird kind of moment, so. There's three or four right now, but I did get these three mugs. The WWF stuff is freshest, and we'll see how much it's worth in a minute. Freshest. They're freshest. Nice. That's what they are. No, but okay, I wanted to point out, think about the world before GPS. Mm. Like garage sales. MapQuest. I would make it to maybe two. Oh, yeah. Like I have no sense of direction. You've been in a car with me, right, without GPS? Yeah. And I still get lost with GPS. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a GPS guy for sure, so... um. Yeah, I don't. I remember the days of having to print out a map quest before you'd go on a trip. And if someone's like, "Oh, we should go," you know, stop at Taco Bell, and you're like, "Nope," unless I see it on the way. Like it was, it's not on the list. It's not on my map. Well, it was map weird because I would drive to college from California, Wisconsin, and I would use those big Rand McNally maps. Mm. And I don't know. I, I still made it. I mean, I did end up in interesting towns every once in a while. Uh, but I don't know. It was kind of a sense of adventure. Maybe GPSs have taken away that sen sense of adventure. Yeah, that's true. But I like what he said right off the bat there uh, with the uh, the fact that... The mugs? Yeah. Well, not the mugs. Okay, we'll talk about the mugs later. But the fact that he loves garage sale because it's the, the thrill of the hunt, right? And that's uh, one of the big reasons why we do what we do is the thrill of the hunt. It's the, the excitement of finding one of those random things, one of those things that you're like, whoa, I've never seen one of these or... 
uh, man, I've been looking for one of these or just like something you have no idea it's worth anything until you scan it. And then you're like, I found treasure and you didn't even know it was right. Like it's just such a fun thing. And so, yeah, for sure. It's the thrill of the hunt and you can get such crazy deals at garage sales. Well, and I also like how you pointed out the early bird thing, right? Where we've talked about this when you're garage selling, like if you're getting those first garage sales, like you don't want to waste time, right? Because you don't know what you're missing out. So did he make the wise call of just picking up stuff without researching? I think so, right? If your cost is low, it's definitely worth doing. I don't know, have you, did you start doing that eventually or did, were you always researching? Yeah, I mean, I was researching a lot of things. There were some things where I was like, I'll take the the, the gamble on it, right? But um, I think a big part of it for him too is, and, and we've experienced this because we've done some filming while we're out garage sales and things like that, is he recognized like he could stop, do the research, do the explanation, do basically the Instagram of like, here's how much I can make on this. That's going to cost some time. I think there's always time for some research, right? Um, you probably, especially if you're talking about spending quite a bit of money, mm -hmm. um, I, I agree. Early bird gets the worm. It's good to be in and out of garage sales quickly. Uh, but sometimes you can move so quickly that you're missing stuff because you didn't research things that that you didn't know anything about. Um, so I would say you do want to move quickly. Uh, but if you're not worried about making an Instagram or a YouTube video, um, take the the 30 seconds it takes to look up a few items on eBay. It's going to it'll pay off. Yeah, it's I mean, I would say garage sales is the one place you're OK to fail. Right. Like, yeah, like thrift stores. Like it's a higher cost, right? If you're going RA, definitely a higher cost, right? But in a garage sale, hey, you lose a couple bucks here and there. I mean, we've all had bad buys. I know there's some people that claim they've never had bad buys and, you know, that could be true. Maybe it's just us. But <laughs> I would say garage sales are definitely the place where you can take those risky options in the beginning, especially early, because earlier in the morning is where I've had a lot of huge scores mm -hmm. right now, but also later. And we'll see that later on in, in these videos. By the way, again, we're doing episodes one and two. So this is the beginning of episode are one. They, are they in order? Like we'll go all the way through one and then into two? Yeah. Or are they kind of mixed up? Yeah, but I, we won't know when we jump into two. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, de I'll announce it. Oh, you'll know? Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how much I remember after editing. All right, all right. Let's jump to our next clip here. Usually, truly, you only need about a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know? Um, Especially when you're starting out. Yeah, I mean, you could do stuff with twenty bucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pay less than a dollar out here for everything. <laughs> I'm trying to pay two dollars. <laughs> this is about to be bad. Is he doing some crazy parking right now? As I always said, this is about to be bad. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think he was. He pulled a crazy U-turn after that. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I noticed too. Even going with you, because I'm like an ultra safe <laughs> driver, and I had to learn to be far more aggressive because of garage sales. Because Man, there's people will will double park, you know, they'll they'll block the the way and you gotta sometimes just Were you ever in the car when I pulled one of those like middle of the lane and just got out and left my door open? Yeah, and car running and stuff. Like yeah, yeah I'm like I don't Ooh. try to do that too often, but sometimes I'm so in the zone that it happens. Yeah. And then he wonders why all of his stuff gets stolen all the time. True, 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 true. Somebody my stole life. my car. You left it running in the middle of the street. Like actually, what you... I did have a car stolen one time because yeah. I left the key in the trunk. Yeah, you talked about it. Did I talk about it in a podcast? Yeah. It was it's such a terrible experience. Terrible. I mean, it was the first day I was moving into an apartment. Um, you know, did I finish the story about what happened with the car? I think so. Like some guy like was racing it and he rolled it down a hill. Yep, and yep. Okay. All right. Anyways, if you're wondering, I don't know. I would say go to episode whatever. Yeah, but just watch all of our episodes and <laughs> yeah, you'll find yeah. the story about Orlando's car being stolen. But um, yeah, I like what he says with, um, you know, a hundred bucks. Um, I think that's good. When I first started, yeah, I would go with, maybe $30. It wasn't a lot when I first started reselling because I, I didn't I didn't have the experience. I was kind of afraid to make big purchases, um, but I still was making a lot of money. And then the other thing too is, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to spend a dollar. I don't want to spend $2, right? And I think that's a good mindset to have, especially if you're just starting out and this is like a hobby for you, is you don't have to worry necessarily. Now, if you come across something that's like a, a, a grail item and you realize like, hey, I can pick this up for 50 bucks and I can sell it for 300. I mean, it's worth it, obviously. But if you're just starting out and there's something and somebody wants 10 bucks for it and you're just like, eh, I'm not really comfortable with making this commitment yet, you know, do that. I'm only paying a dollar the first few garage sales I go to for items until I make some money and really learn what I'm doing here. Yeah. And you could start with 20. I mean, that's how I started when I first started going into reselling. Me and two other guys were like, hey, let's spend 20 bucks and see how far we can go. Right. The other thing, though, I wanted to address was he talks about, I want to get things for 50 cents. Mm. Right. And I I don't know. I, I would say that's kind of hard, at least where we're at. Right. Because usually the stuff that's going to have a greater return is going to cost you more than 50 cents. 
right? And and if you keep buying 50 cent items that only flip for $10, like you're going to be losing a lot of time. Yeah, time is a thing. And I think he's not even really thinking about time at this point because what he's trying to do, I think, with these trash talks is just show people uh, what a little bit of time and energy can do uh, with very small capital, right? Because a lot of times if you're trying to start a business, you're looking at huge capital investments. You're talking about trying to convince your family and friends to loan you $10,000 each so you can get this you know, venture up and running. Uh, when it's when it's garage sales and it's like, oh, I don't have a lot of money. I mean, he talks a lot in other stuff about go to the Craigslist free section, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's mugs, right? Like the very first things he picked up were mugs. You're probably not spending more than 50 cents a mug. I mean, maybe you're spending a dollar if it's like a really good one. But the nice thing is- Like a Pure Hustle podcast mug. Yeah. Like, can I get that right there? Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm trying to get my hand right. It's so okay, good. It's, right it's there. sprouting a plant out there of it. Go. The life is the just- life of Pure Hustle podcast. But, um, but you know, I think you're right. I think you're going to get to a place where it's not worth the return on investment. But man, can you just imagine you're a high school kid and you really got nothing but time or you're a college kid and you're on break or you're just doing a side hustle thing. And it's, it's not like you're hurting for time. You're not trying to make everything efficient. You're not trying to make your packing as efficient as possible time-wise. You're not trying to save two minutes here, a minute there. You're just like, hey, I bought this for 50 cents. I made eight bucks off of it. If I can do 10 of those a week, that's my, that's my, you know, going out and watch a movie with my friends or whatever money. So, hey, it's, it's, it's not a bad gig. hundred percent. Like I, I so wish I was doing this in college because I remember doing menial jobs. I remember one thing I had to do was like I had to, after assemblies, like stack chairs and put tables away. And I was only making, I think I, half of it went to my tuition. The other half went to my pocket. And I think it was not very much money where I could have just gone garage selling one Saturday and, and probably made more than I made in a month. Oh, for sure. So just something to think about. All right. Let's see where he ends up. All right. It's Jeffrey. Wow. It's the $30 one. So we just looked it up. The, uh, the Jeffrey... Uh, giraffe, Toys R Us, FAO shorts Ooh. combo, 30 bucks. Paid 50 cents. I don't know what else to say. After eBay fees, it's just like a quick 20 bucks. Just a lot of people not making 20 bucks an hour. I just wanted the things. Wait till I look up the snuffle ugliness. <laughs> FAO shorts was a very famous uh, toy store in New York. Anything FAO shorts is always going to hit at 50 cents, period. End of story. You know themes and you know so pop guaranteed. culture. So much of the stuff that I care about with nostalgia comes from my early garage sale days, I'm sure. Because Happy Days and Three's Company and Reese's Pieces and Tony the Tiger and just like nostalgia, pop culture. I, like, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm like one with pop culture, which is why I was good at garage sale pre looking pop, up on phone. One with pop culture. No, that's good. I mean, it's true though. Like we've talked about that. That he's one with pop culture. Not that he's one with pop culture, but just the idea that you can probably use your own experiences Mm -hmm. as a good guide. Because no matter what generation you're in, the things that were really important to you and your generation, whatever shows you watch, whatever type of music you listen to, there are people out there who are interested in the same things. And so, um, yep, there you go. There's a He-Man. Even He-Man, right? If you're watching on YouTube, they brought out He-Man. And if you know, like He-Man toys, like if you find the right ones, they can be money. Yeah. So if you think of the things you like, I mean, that's a good way to start. I like how he says, okay, like he's one with pop culture and it's true. Like he, he's very connected to what, what's big in culture. I mean, that's kind of what he's known for and how he's able to like kind of understand social media and those types of things. But if you just know, just think about the things you're good at. If you're like, you know what? I'm not good at pop culture but I love classical music or I love photography or I love whatever your thing is, sewing and that, whatever your hobbies and interests are, whatever you're passionate about, start there. I mean, you're going to be able to find the things. And if you know that these things are valuable or interesting or nostalgic to you, then they are for somebody else too. Yeah, agreed. And the thing is, everything he's mentioning, like at one point in time, like we can all relate to something, mm-hmm. right? Maybe not those shows, but Again, we've talked about, and obviously times are a little different now, but, you know, people are still looking. Actually, people are still looking. I mean, I've had a couple of eBay sales of some vintage stuff. You know, people are still looking for certain things that take them back, right? That are nostalgic. So, yeah, it's a big deal. Pop culture now and pop culture back then. And like you said, yeah, it doesn't mean that you have to like know basketball or you have to know shows. But sometimes something that's current to the moment uh, or vintage to the moment, uh, which can bring you profit. So agreed with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, ready for the next clip? I think so. All right. Exciting to me. Vintage Lego thing never opened. Uh, oh, 2003. Jesus, I'm getting old. But still 15 years old. I'm excited to nice. open this up. This was a huge score. I already looked it up. 
paid three. They wanted five, paid three. I don't know if I would have picked uh, up Spider-Man skates in package, never I opened as well. Or opened. Um, pretty excited about it. <laughs> That's so awesome, I heard. You right, can tell he go. feels bad. He's acting like he doesn't feel bad, but he feels bad. You think so? I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she goes, at least go around the corner. Don't kill yeah, me. Look how quick he's... He, so good. He's like gunning it. So good. <laughs> Lego. Okay. Yeah, he... Well, and he even went around the corner before he actually looked it up. Yeah, he felt bad about that. You think so? And I think... I well, I mean, he, you, like, you could tell he looked a little embarrassed, and he, like, closes, like, he put, like instantly pushes the toy into the trunk, Closes the bed of the truck, walks True. in, drives, and then looks it up. Like, if he didn't care, he would have been like, yeah, okay, and then just kept going. But, like, but I think we've all been there, right? We've all been caught. You know, sometimes we don't care. We're looking stuff up. I've even had people, like, they know I'm looking up, like, well, how much is it worth on eBay? And I'll tell them. Sometimes I'll be straight up. Like, I'm a reseller. I can get $50 for this, uh, but it's going to cost me X amount to ship. It's probably going to take, like, eight months for me to... I can only pay you five bucks, right? Like that's a good place to be, or I can give you 10 bucks, whatever it is. Um, but, but yeah, sometimes there's that embarrassing of like, uh, are they going to see me looking this up? Well, here's the other thing. And we haven't talked about the, the elephant vehicle in the room. He's in a Range Rover, mm. right? To me, that is not the car I would go garage selling in. Yeah. So you're really big about like, you want to appear to be resourceful. No, you want to appear to be. As if you are not well off is your your. Well, yeah, but I'm also not. I mean, a Range Rover though. Like, when have you seen a? Okay, no. Yeah, listen. I have no problem with anybody driving a Range Rover. I'm just saying, like, if you could find a vehicle that isn't. I'm mean, now granted, he's not driving like a Bentley or Lambo or whatever, right? I get that, but I do know that like people do check out the car that you have when you pull up to a garage sale. Right. And so it, to me, I think it takes away from your bargaining power. Maybe. I mean, you're, I think in that point, you're almost like playing on someone's charity, though. Like if you I mean, you've talked about okay. like going like having having like, you know, you just say breakfast and you get some stuff on your shirt, like whatever. Uh, yeah. okay, right. Like, but that was all in jest. I, oh, I get that. But like the, the idea, I think, is there of like not that you're necessarily like trying to deceive or trying to play on their charity. But I think there's a little bit of that. But I, I almost think that's such a small part of bargaining because, I mean, there are people who are going to be like, Hey, they have a nicer vehicle. I'm going to charge them more. But the reality is, I don't know. I just think about it like if I'm if I'm charging a certain amount for a service, right? Like I, for my videography, I charge you know a thousand dollars for a wedding shoot or whatever it is, and then I find out I'm doing somebody's like who's really really rich, and I'm like, well, I'm going to charge them three thousand because they've got a lot of like I don't know. That just doesn't seem right to me. Okay, all right, I hear what you're saying, but again, research is important. Don't be scared to take out your phone. And I, the lady wasn't like mad. She knew it. You know, she's kind of messing around. She yeah. didn't have to call him out. You yeah. Know? If you didn't, if you didn't catch that, uh, if you're just listening, the lady kind of shouts out, at least go around the corner. So I don't know how much I lost. That was a pretty good impression, Mike. Thanks. That's good. Yeah. All right. So anyways, don't be scared to take out your phone. That is the, the moral of the, of the clip. Yeah. But, but be sneaky at the same time. And if you are going to take out your phone, you gotta be sneaky. here's the way I, I like to do it. I'll pick up an item. And if I want to research that item. Right. And I'm like, ooh, this might be a good one. And there's not a lot of people who are going to like snag it because I've had that where people snag things if you yeah, put it yeah. back down. But I'll like look at something. And if I'm the only one there, there's only somebody else in there in another area. I'll walk over and pick something else up and I'll use my eBay while I'm standing in front of this other thing. But I'm okay. looking up the thing that I originally. Oh, no, I've done up. that, too. That That's a good. That's a good and way then ask, things. well, how much for this? And then, oh, OK, and then go back and pick up a couple. Of, well, how much? Because now you know what it's worth, but it's not like, hey it's they don't see your eyes light up right and you're not like oh, yeah, i gotta yeah, buy this right true. like you can kind of play it off a little bit so all right all right I see. be sneaky saying. but don't be afraid but also be afraid Just but be but the other thing is i take out my phone on purpose and i say hey i'm really trying to buy this and i'll talk about this later on because there's going to be another scenario where people are looking stuff up on ebay and he gets really annoyed i think you can play that to your advantage but till then let's just keep moving all right and here we go minutes ago I knew nothing about Cherish Bears. Now I'm a Cherish Bears expert. Nice. Huge score. Paid 20 for the whole lot. Even know what Cherish Got Bears about are. 14, 30, 30 regular bears in this sand set. I'm gonna look this up. It's gonna get crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so need cool. to look it up. He's an expert. 
Oh, yeah. But that's the beauty of thing about it. Like, if we try to go garage selling 20 years ago, we'd be completely lost. I, I yeah. know I'd be lost. Yeah, I right? did. I, I, I've told the story where I went one time and I literally had a pen and paper. I wrote down the address and the items they had. And I went home and I looked up stuff on eBay and I was like, all right, I'll go back out later if any of this stuff's worth anything. Yeah. I mean, now were you able to pick stuff up? I can't remember. I, I think I did, but it was all junk. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, you really do become experts in stuff you had no idea about, right? Like, I know brands of things that I'm like, why would I ever know the brands it's of true. stuff? But you very, sort of very true. Very true. Very true. But, it, you know, he was willing to take the chance. Actually, the next part of that video, that lady that he approaches, it bought all the other cherished fairs. Ah. So he missed out. So maybe he missed out because he's spending too much time researching and he should have just got them all. Maybe. But if you don't know, like if you saw a bunch of them and you didn't know what they were, would you just buy them? Or would you be like, are these worth buying? Uh, usually, you know what I do? I usually look like and try to find one that would pay for the lot. Mm. Right. Because once you find one that pays for the lot, then you're golden. Right. Because let's say at the worst, each of them sell for a dollar. You're still going to make profit. Right. That's just the way I do things. So I don't know. Maybe you can, you know, in the future and use that. Don't know. Yeah. That's so. good. Uh, we should, um, you guys should all b bombard Gary V's account with, uh, Cherish Bear questions. Yes. Uh, and just be like, yes. to the to the Cherish Bear expert, I have a there question. There you go. There you go. And then ask your, your questions about Cherish Bears and then let them know that Pierce Podcast sent you. There you go. Just tag us on there. Yeah. That would work. All right. All right. Before we move on, though, hey, if you haven't been following us on social media, we are Pierce Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. We are Pierce Cast on Twitter. You can also find us on there's a Facebook. Wait, did I, I already said, am I missing a social media? I feel uh, like all the social media. Okay. And we're on the, we're on the medias that are so. <laughs> Social. I think we got them all. All right. And on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, but you want to watch the video, jump on over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button and that bell notification Bing. to know when things, wow, that's a good sound effect. Thank you. To know when things are going on. Always, you can hit give us like a call. So, yes. Hit the like button, especially on this video. Uh, 619-738-1170 is our number. 619-738-1170. You could also shoot us an email at purosopodcast at gmail.com. That's purosopodcast at gmail.com. If you want to say thank you, and actually you don't have to at all right now. Things are, don't even. Don't even. We're not even going to bring it up. But if you'd like to write us a review, that's always greatly yes. appreciated. iTunes, you know, all the reviews have been amazing, have been awesome. And if you want to talk about the reaction videos and what your thoughts are about that, you know, hopefully they're positive. That's always appreciated because it helps us out a lot. Yeah. And how about this? Let us know down in the comments right now. Uh, what is the thing that you went out and one day you went to a garage sale and you didn't know anything about it. And by the time you left that garage sale, you felt like you were an expert in it because you know, what's your cherished bears? That's what I want to know. What's right? your cherished bears? What's your cherished bears? Down below, put it in the comments. We'd love to hear. Nice. All right, let's get moving. <laughs> if I was really doing this, I'd make I'd make a thousand a week, easy. And if you think like, so? easy on just Saturday, yeah, just working Saturday. Yeah, I get that. So. Ugh. What did D Rock say? No, I, mean, I don't believe you, Gary. I genuinely. I, how would that have gone down? Goodwill. Ebay, buying bulk on eBay, selling on Amazon. Like, I just think this is the hundred thousand dollar a year thing for so many people making thirty to sixty thousand a year. If they just like are passionate, love. You saw how much she loved it, that yeah. woman. We got to show her. That's the key to trash talk. The passion. Passion. Um, yeah. What do you think? Well, you know, you you called out the easy thing. Okay, I I do. I think it takes time. I think for Gary Vee, it would be an easy thousand dollars. Uh, because he's done the eBay thing before, right? I mean, actually, you know what's interesting? These trash talk videos aren't his first trash talk videos. Hmm. He actually has a videos a couple years back that he did the same thing. It just, he wasn't as big. And so not a lot of people noticed, right? But I think Gary V could. I think as a new seller, it'll take you time. I do think 500 bucks a month is easy. Yeah. Oh, 500 bucks a month is easy for sure. Well, um, that got really loud. Did you notice that? Uh, okay, never no, mind. Yeah, 500, 500 bucks a month, I think, is is fairly easy. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say easy. It's 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 very doable. It's doable, yeah. It's doable without like killing yourself. Um now I think he was saying, what did he say, like a thousand a week just on Saturdays, right? And I think where it gets tough with that is you're hoping that the garage sales are gonna be all hits. Cause sometimes, I mean, I know you say like you always have two fifty days, and I think probably they average out to at least that and and mm -hmm. well more than that. But you're gonna go out some days and it's just it's just nothing. And unless you're willing to to buy a thousand items that you can make 50 cents on each. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, right? Like if you're willing to buy a bunch of like, well, I bought this mug 
for 50 cents and I'm going to be able to sell it for 250 plus the shipping. And after eBay fees, I'm going to make like a dollar. And if you're willing to do that, but the, yeah, the amount of time it's going to take, because what we're usually looking for is items where you're going to have a good ROI, but also that the money is worth the time. So Correct. usually that number, I think starting out, like I felt like for me, it was like 20 bucks, 15 to 20 bucks an item felt pretty good. Then that number starts to increase as it's like, man, if I'm doing 10 shipments a day, I want to make sure that the time I spend packing these items and printing out the labels isn't a 50 cent game because you got to add that into mm -hmm. your hours too. Yeah. And, but I do think in time, a thousand a week could be easy. Right. But garage sales, like it's only going to be well executed if you know your stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I've shared the story before when my buddy and I would go garage selling back in the day, we'd have days where like, man, there was nothing. Right. But now, you know, I would say pretty much every Saturday. I mean, if you follow us on Instagram, you know, I have some Saturdays where it's like barely anything and some Saturdays where it like makes up for the other Saturdays. Right. Yeah. So, so you don't know, but again, it is, it is something that, you know, again, we're talking about uncertain times now. Right? right. But let's say we do rebound or I think it's, it's still doable. It's still doable. Right. And so, and even now, I mean, we're kind of in a test of reselling right now. Right. As, as people are looking to, are they going to be looking to buy stuff and will all online sales go up as people are unable to buy stuff at brick and mortar. So yep. we'll just have to wait and see. All right, here we go. I got to look this up. I know this is a Thundercat, but it's 87 a little Ooh, later. This might be rare. Thundercats! But this is the big score, 10 bucks for this monster box of Matchbox and Hot Wheels. We're gonna have to go through it. The condition's a little meh. So, I think we own yeah, that these, these were not, so. not, well, not played I don't know about we. Well, yeah, but it's a purest podcast buy. These are pretty banged up. We're still gonna go through it, pretty pumped up. All right, guys, garage sale, and again, huge score, Papa Smurf with the tag. We're gonna look that up, Papa Smurf plush with the tag, what? What? We love you, Gary, by the way. We're just fast enough to This is super crazy. interesting to me. Hey, no Done trash talk on trash talk. There you go. I've never seen this figure. The Thundercat? I feel like he's rare, man. Did you watch Thundercat? Because I've just never um, seen it. But I had a friend who read the comics. That's him. Okay. Holy crap. Uh, Bang. Shiner. Bang. 35. Is he looking up salt gums? Wow. Wow. No, he looks like old. All day. 35, 35, 30, 59 if you have the gun. How much did he say he paid for that? I think 50 cents. I think he tells us here in a moment. If he doesn't, I know what it is. So I love this game. Picked up this Thundercat. I knew it was Thundercats because the LJN underneath, because I'm knowledgeable like that. Literally, yeah. it was a throw in with the matchboxes. No. Like 10 no, cents. Just looked it up. Oh, Watch this. Okay, so 10 cents. Oh, yeah. Dude, 30 bucks. Yeah. Like, hold on, like, trash talk. Talk to me. Five cents, oh, 30 five bucks. Cents. People working We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. So Orlando and I are always looking out for tools and programs that can be used in our own reselling to help improve our sales uh, and things that we can share with the community in order to help others. Uh, and we've been lucky enough to partner with two companies here at the same time uh, that we think do just that. So it's kind of interesting because both of these companies are competition. So, uh, you know, but this is a good thing that we're advertising both, I feel, because we are really, really big on letting you make decisions and not saying like, this is the way you should do things because you know, you know, what's best for your model of selling and what you need to be doing. Uh, so we've been able to partner with List Perfectly and Vindu. And both of these are programs that can be used to cross list postings on multiple platforms. This is great because we always talk about the importance of being on multiple platforms and not putting all of your eggs into one basket. But one of the barriers to that is the time issue. And the nice thing with List Perfectly and Vindu is it allows you to make one listing that then gets cross-posted to multiple platforms. So you're not having to post things multiple places and spend that time. And in this case, that time saved is money you're making. So both of these companies have a special offer for our listeners if you were to sign up. Um, you need to sign up using the affiliate links that we have in our descriptions or show descriptions in order to get the uh, promotional codes. Uh, so first of all is List Perfectly. They're giving 30% off your first month, which is amazing. And they've got some incredible things that they they offer. So uh, for instance, your postings go to eBay, they go to Mercari, Depop, Grail, Etsy, 
Poshmark. There's just so many. You got to check it out. There's almost too many to list here. Um, and so if you sign up, you get 30% off, but you have to use our, our link and then use the code LP30. And then the other one is Vindu. Vindu is very similar. Uh, you're going to get 25% off your first month if you use our affiliate link. You don't have to use a promo code. Just click on the link in the description. Uh, and your, your listings are going to go to eBay. They're going to go to Etsy. They're going to go to Poshmark. They're going to go to Mercari. So this is just a great opportunity for you to save some time, get on multiple platforms, and maybe make some more money. Four hours for 30 bucks. That's yeah. a great point, That's though. motivation. No, I, and here's the thing. Okay, now, if you're wondering what we talk about, why, how we own those. We, <sighs> so I actually bought those. I think it was those cars. So they're listed on eBay for a nice amount, you know, because what if Gary V like becomes like this. Yeah. As seen on Gary V. Super As seen on Trash time. Talk. Yeah. And I mean, he already is. Actually, there are other people who have done the same, but uh, I don't know. I just, it, it was nice to you just pick up those cars. And so they're sitting would, in my Would, would you mind, are, are you uh, comfortable sharing how much you purchased them for? Oh, I purchased them for 60. 60? Okay. Yeah, it was like a bidding war. And he paid 10. Yeah, so he made profit off of me. He made profit. There you go. So yeah. it worked out. So, hey, I did it for the podcast. So we know exactly how much he did make on that one. Well, so. our hope is that one day it'll sell and we'll be able to share the whole experience. Yeah. So if you want to uh, learn about that, then... uh Maybe jump on board and buy that uh, Matchbox box from us from Gary V. It would be like it would be like buying it indirectly from or Gary, Gary V. If you're listening, we would love for you to sign it. Ooh. Like that'd be great, right? Instantly bring up value. Yes. So now here's the thing: Would you have picked up those cars for ten bucks for all of those? Now I would for a different reason. Okay. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Okay, go ahead. I have this weird board game that I play, which, which, which. Um, oh, I don't know where you're going with this. It's a tabletop game with miniatures, um, kind of like you know how you have those Warhammer miniatures. Okay, yeah, I have one box left, by the way. You know how expensive those are, right? Like, yeah. they're they're so yeah. valuable for little tiny toys. Um, I found a game called Gaslands, and it uses like Hot Wheels as the miniatures, so it's so cool. And people mm. like paint them and redecorate them, so it's cool to have old ones. Um, so I would probably do it just to have a whole bunch of them for cheap. Uh, plus, my son loves Hot Wheels and that kind of stuff. Uh, and it looked like a pretty big box, but if I wasn't collecting it for a game like that, I don't know. I mean, probably not because the last few times I've been to uh, to swap meets, it's like several booths have like boxes just full of Hot Wheels really? that are very inexpensive. So okay, yeah, and I think I it's this episode maybe we'll catch it later. I can't remember what I edited, but he does make a major like score buying a box. Now you got to think right when you pick up a bunch of stuff like that. You have two options. You're going to spend all the time listing them or you're going to lock them up, right? That's the difficult part. Now, luckily for Gary V, he picked up that Thundercats. So it's going to be, it'd be worth it. Mm. Right. And, uh, that's, and you know what? There's money in toys. That's the one field I wish I really was better at. Right. Like even that, he, I mean, I know that He-Man's not worth much, but I know there's certain he man hey, Why do you think that He-Man's not worth much? Why is it chilling up there? Because it's decoration. Oh, it's, it's your inventory, actually? Yeah, until it sells. Okay, I didn't know that. I Sorry. bought that at a garage sale. Okay, I'll be more careful with it. He's, he says, my score isn't worth much. It's worth a lot. Well, I think the Dragon much. Ball Z. My clock? Right there, the, the clock up there, I think that's pretty cool. It is cool. Everything I buy from garage sales are cool. That is true. That is true. Okay. All right. We're, yeah, I think is, we're ready. This is the Bash Mike's inventory. I love being the first sale. Great. Thank you so much. People are going to understand mug life. Mug life. Mug life. Mug life. She clearly wanted two bucks for it. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. She got one. I'm telling you, you're going to see this Hanna-Barbera. We were the first sale, but I'm telling you right now, wait till you see how I market this rare mug. (laughs) She didn't get it. Okay, I got somebody talking now. Bang, 20. What? Oh, did it come with the little guy? Yeah, it's a lot. But eight. All day. 50 cents, eight bucks. All day. All right. There's a lot to dissect here. You're like pretty anti-mug life, huh? I, I am. Okay. But I'm not anti-mug life. I think when you start reselling, mugs are a good thing. But here's the thing. You get caught up. Like he says, eight is good, right? Eight dollars. Now, that may be good. I mean, but let's say you got to make sure you charge shipping. If, if Let's say you don't charge shipping. Mm. Like all your profits are gone. Yeah. Right? Because even let's say you did our FOMO in our mug life video. Yeah. I'm going to try to put it up here in this corner. Right there. Right there. Check it out. Okay. All right. Now you got to commit to it, though. Everybody's going to be waiting try. for it. To, everybody's going to be waiting try. for it to show up. All right. So let's say you don't charge shipping. You're not going to make any money on, uh, money on that, right? Because padded priority is about 733 <laughs> And then you got your eBay fees and your PayPal. You're going to be a negative, yeah. right? So you got to be careful about that. 
But the, if you can find like certain mugs that are twenty, thirty dollars, I mean, I've had mugs that I sold for fifty. I think it's worth it. Uh, the the other thing, <laughs> what was this comment there? Ah, oh, I missed this comment. I can't remember. But the the thing is, how he's gonna market? Yeah, how he's gonna market? Yeah, what are your thoughts on his comment? Like, I'm gonna market this baby. Like, as in like, was he saying? like how he's going to, the description words he's going to use for this mug or like, that's what I was wondering too. Okay. Like, okay. So you can market on eBay technically. Yeah. You know, your pictures, your return policy, your price, you have a sale, like, but you have to understand like, there's only so much you can market on eBay. Right. So again, it's about sourcing good things. Even promoted listings can only take you so far. Cause if they're not things that people are willing to buy, it doesn't matter how much you promote it. People aren't going to buy, mm. you know? So just some thoughts, but yeah. We're we're not. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm anti mug life. I would say it should be hashtag the right mug life. Hashtag right mug life. There you go. <laughs> right mug life. Twenty dollars plus net. Profit. I love the way it just rolls off the tongue. Right mug life. Twenty dollars plus net profit. <laughs> That's exactly the mug life you should be living. All right. Let's see if he picks up more mugs. I'm trying to figure out like, a place for this. Back of the cars. What do you think about thirty for all the cars? I think we're on episode two, by the way. The cars. Everything. Yeah. How much? 30. 30. Uh, He's giving the first number here. Yeah, we got to I mean, I said 25 for the box, so I mean, with that and for, one. For yep. these? Um, for, for these, I do. You got, you got them for, for 10 Honestly, bucks. Honestly, you got to go up to 40 for all of it. Mm. Just because I know what I have in here. I saw it. You better say it. She didn't yep. get it. And... I know you have the Tonka instead of very go. good. He wanted 30. He didn't get it. Um, yeah, no. All right. I would say you have to I'll do that. 40. Okay. 40? It's fair. All right, no problem. I think it's a fair price. I think it's fair. Because yeah, they're hard to get, get rid of. Yes. He wanted and, it for 30. Uh, it's a nice set. Thank you. I mean, the case alone is nice. Thank you. I know it's old. It's, it's banged up, but it, it's good. I'm going to leave the non-cars for you. Yeah, you go. Okay. What Thank if, you so what much. if that was bunny right there? Yeah. He just passed aside. That was the most valuable thing in the purchase. That happens sometimes, though. Like, you're so focused. I bought Appreciate a camera it, with a case. Well. The case Take sold more yourself. than the camera did. Yep. And I didn't realize. I can see that. I can see that. Destroyed their faces. So it was the Honda. Best line. Destroyed their faces. That is the best line of the entire episode. No, but he just proved a point there. So one thing I want to kind of to capitalize on. He paid 40. He said at least a hundo, right? So yeah. he knows he's going to get, or he's hoping he's going to get $60 net profit or, or maybe gross profit. I don't know. But that is actually far less than a 50 cent buy that's going to get you $8 net profit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But to him, it was actually worth more because one purchase, the amount he could flip for, if he could like lot all that stuff together, I don't know if that's what he was planning on doing, but that kind of shows like, even if the ROI is less, right? The ROI, you can buy an item for a penny and sell it for a dollar. That's incredible mm -hmm. ROI. But if you can buy an item for $10 and sell it for $30, you know, it's actually might be more worth your time. And I think he kind of proved that there. Yeah. I mean, I would say with the negotiation, I don't know why he buckled. Like, I was kind of surprised. First of all, he gave the first number. He shouldn't have given the first number. It's true. Second, he should have. I could see Gary. So we've talked about this in our Never Split the Difference review. Mm -hmm. How one of the hardest lines is supposed to be, how am I supposed to do that? Right? But he, I think he could do it. Like, I, I'm surprised, like, he didn't make a line like what I almost wondered though is was there more to it because the guy did say I said twenty five for that and then this right so maybe he'd already gotten prices and then he just kind of threw together the lot price how about thirty for everything right so maybe he got individual prices on on the different sections so it's possible yeah it's possible but you know and the and the other thing is he could have maybe he could have maybe taken when he took out those items he goes hey yeah. You know, I'm okay with the 40, but if we take these items out, can we make it 30? Mm. You know what I mean? That was another option he could have had, right, to break down that price. But I think that is the score. And this is actually episode two, by the way, just like you guys know. So if you want to go back and watch the full episodes. But I, I think he had movement there to kind of get it for the price he wanted. But, you know. Hey, either way, he destroyed their faces. He did destroy their faces. Yeah. Next time you leave a garage sale, like... Destroy I'm going to do that faces. in the next Instagram story where I get a score. I'm going to like destroy say, their faces. Check out episode 131. There you go. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, it's all Olympic pins. That's really cool. See, I had them on sale for a dollar a piece. Um, um, 25. 
I would do it for 20. Just like You're not doing me any good. You got yeah. it for 20. Thank you, brother. Now, let me tell you about that pin. Which one? Oh, this right one. Right there. Okay. That is specially made for Calgary. Yes. And the Calgary Olympics. It's a large pin. You think it would be it actually can go like anywhere from 30 to you already made the deal. 50 bucks. Really? 50 bucks. Yeah. All right, guys, we struck again. This is insane. I just bought a ton of Olympic pins. He wanted a buck a piece. Cool. I got the whole collection he didn't get it. Yeah. for 20. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, That's 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41 pins on the first thing. Yeah, that's a, you want a dollar piece? Seat. I'd be 20 for the whole thing. And boom, and boom. I don't even want to. Oh my goodness. And boom, and Whoa, boom. Whoa, that's a lot. And it boom. Is a lot. We got to look this up. Wow. Take this in there. Start looking up. Do you rock come with me? We need to de-rock in our like lives. Yeah, here, look that bucks. up. Yeah, you come with me. Yeah, how about we would have a ton of garage sale footage if we had to de-rock. That'd be yeah. pretty sweet. And de-rock, if you ever want to work for us, you know we can't pay you much, but you know no. you guys be part of Pure Podcast. Yeah, and you know, like it would just be good for the community. We could pump go. out a ton of content and just you know help people out. There so. you go. There you go. Right. Be altruistic about it. Yeah. All right. What are your thoughts on that one? Um, I mean, I think that's great. I, I think. Whenever you can get a bulk buy like that and get a ton of stuff, I've, I've I got Disney pins one time from somebody uh, who was a collector and had a whole bunch of them, and I got them at a pretty good price. Um, the hard part is though, usually when people have stuff like that, they don't want to let it go for cheap, mm. right? Um, sometimes you get lucky. I think he got a good he he got lucky to be able to get rid of them at that. Like he said, the guy was like, "Well, they're not doing me any good, so you can have them, right?" If somebody's willing to let them go, but a lot of times with collector things like that people have a sentimental connection with it more than they think they do. Like they put it out in the garage sale, but they put it out thinking that somebody else is going to have the same connection to it. Correct. I see what you're saying. And those are the hard ones. That's where I use the line. Like, seems like you're emotionally attached to this one. And then, you know, you start the conversation. Now here's my thoughts on that. It's going to be a lot of work. And actually what he, what he does do, he does have the people that work for him, like list them all. They actually do like a live Twitch Mm. stream of it. And you can catch that on Gary V's channel. Uh, but it it ended up being probably the most profitable out of a lot of the items. And we'll see kind of a small recap later on uh, in our reaction video of all the stuff from episode two. I, I didn't have a recap from episode one that I threw on here. But, you know, look for those bulk buys. I mean, those can make your Saturday. They can make your month. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think about, you know, this was in a garage sale, but the Swatch watches that I bought, mm-hmm. I bought like eight of them. And for like 13 bucks or something, I made, you know, I've already made like $800. So, so yeah, keep an eye for those things, you know, definitely worth it. All right. All right. Let's move on. How much for Uh, $5 for the whole bag. I don't know why that went out. Okay. So he picked up Thomas the Train. Five for all this Thomas the Train stuff. There's money in Thomas the Train. You see what it looks like. You think so? Yeah. Uh, You know what's going to freak is uh, Justin. He's all about Thomas Train. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Early birds so get worms, smart snails get scores. Smart I just paid five bucks scores. at 107 p.m. for Ooh. a boatload. 107 p.m.? Sometimes my good, my good purchases come later. Thomas the Train. Are you even open anymore look, out here? Look up Thomas the Train case. This case is worth 30. 10 bucks for the case. <laughs> 21 bucks for the case. There you go. Yeah, I love, I love the. I mean, he's just so confident, and I think there's something that that's part of the uh, the endearing nature of of Gary Vee is just mm-hmm. his like uh, extreme confidence, right? That case is worth thirty, uh, ten bucks. Uh, but like, he just knows, like, when he goes for something, and I'm sure he does have like some a lot of fails, and he's the first one to say like, fail, 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 and go on. But he's just so confident that in his ability to to succeed, that he just keeps going, and he knows what he's doing, um, even if he doesn't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so I think. I think if a guy like that were to try and make it in the reselling world, he'd make it in the 100%. reselling world. But here's the thing. we And I, this is what I wanted to talk about a few <laughs> clips ago, was he talks about passion, right? Passion is what drives you here, right? And so I've talked about this myself. The reason I stepped away from Amazon for a little bit, which I don't know, I'm kind of glad I'm kind of not. I don't know. Amazon right now is kind of interesting. But was I enjoyed finding scores at garage sales way more than I enjoyed walking into a Target or a Walmart and doing retail arbitrage, right? And so 
you got to have that passion. And there has to be, you know, a healthy confidence, right? I do think there's that. Now, talk to me, what, what, Thomas Train. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, Thomas Train is tough because it's one of those things that they're still making them. You could walk into a Walmart right now on the shelf and buy Thomas the Train. Okay, okay. And then there's older Thomas the Train. And I honestly don't know. I haven't done enough research um, to know, like, what's worth money and what's not worth money. But I know that Thomas the Train is one of those things. It's where expensive. It's expensive Retail. because people will get collections of them, right? Kind of like Legos. I, th- I think about it like this. Like people over time, um, and more than Legos, because Legos people buy sets and sometimes, I don't know, it's, it's kind of different, but Thomas the Train, everything goes together. Mm-hmm. So people will slowly over time, like from the time a, a kid is first getting into Thomas the Train, I don't know, three, four, five years old, um, till the time they're like eight and they're like, okay, I'm done with this. They're, they're building this huge collection. They've got the Thomas the Train table. They've got cars that they've collected over time. All the pieces kind of go together, mm-hmm. kind of like Hot Wheels or something like that. Like you're building this collection and then they outgrow it and the parents have to figure out what to do with it. Well, if you've got a young kid who's getting into Thomas the Train, you got two options. Go to Walmart and pay six bucks for one train car or pay 80 bucks for a lot and you get somebody's entire collection, right? And so I think okay. that's where there's money there is people are willing to set like, they're willing to get rid of this. My kid has this collection. Mm-hmm. It's taking up a big portion of their room. They've outgrown it. I just want it gone. And then uh, I'll give you an example. Beyblades. I found a Beyblade bag at a at a um, thrift store. And I think I paid $5 for it. And it it probably had like 40 Beyblades in it. They were nice. like these tops that, that had these things. And it came with some other toys too. But just that bag of Beyblades, I was able to sell for like 60 bucks. Okay. Right. And so I probably could have even got more if I held on yeah, to it. Yeah, probably. But, but I was just thinking like I didn't do all kinds of research because some of them were in parts and pieces and things. But somebody whose kid gets into Beyblades, they have an option. Go and buy a brand new Beyblade for 15 bucks or pay 60 and get enough Beyblades that their kid is happy for the rest of their life. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so I think that's it, yeah. why those types of toys, like collections like that, I think there's there's a lot of room to move on those. No, I agree. I agree. And some of those is the best way just to lot them up. Yep. Right. Because pe- people really like them lotted up because they just want to tell the kid, here you go. Here's yep. all the Thomas you'll ever need. Right. Because I know for my own kid, all the Thomas that he ever had uh, for both my boys was from garage sales. Mm. Actually, you know, I need to list those Thomas. Yeah. Man. The them up. They've been there for a long time. Hey, Maybe well, it's time. Now's the time. There you go. Uh, so, yeah. And by the way, we, you know, we haven't talked much about this, but right now, if you're looking for things to sell and we don't do bolos really, but on these episodes, look in your kids' toys, like take a look at things that have not been used for a while. Cause maybe people are trying to find toys that they can't, you know, they don't want to go out to a store yeah. and look for toys. They want to get essential things, but maybe they're looking for toys. Yeah. And I like, I like that you even brought up the idea of, of buying for your own kids at garage sales, mm-hmm. uh, because I'll give you an example right now, because you know, my son is stuck inside. It's raining in San Diego. We're all kind of self-quarantined, you know, like, like days. It, it's kind of this crazy time. And so it's really hard to keep a two-year-old really interested in mm-hmm. anything for more than two minutes. Um, and so we pulled out this whole collection of Melissa and Doug puzzles that I bought at a garage sale. And I think I spent $10 and it's a stack of like 20 of them. Um, and some of them are interactive where they make noises. Some of them aren't. And it's just so cool to think that like when I bought this from this lady, like she was almost in tears. She was just like, man, it's just almost this like I'm getting rid of this part of my kid's life. Like, I could see that. you know, so I felt bad for her, but I knew I was buying it for my kids. So it wasn't like, haha, I'm going to flip these and make a bunch yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have that like guilt there. Um, and I even told her, I was like, yeah, my kid is he's too young for these right now, but I know he's going to get interested in them. And he's just now to the point where like he can really figure out like which pieces go where and how to put them in and how to turn them. So they go. And it's just so cool to see like man, I bought this for you probably my first month or two of garage selling this huh. whole stack of toys. And I've tried a few times and he just wasn't ready for them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've got a slide out in my backyard, uh, like a, a Fisher Price slide, one of those red blue ones, picked up at a garage sale for like five or six bucks. And yep. he uses it all the time. So um, you can do, I'm not saying like necessarily go buy your kid's stuffed animals at garage sales, you know, like- You can always launder them. Yeah, but you know, but certain things- you never know. You might be able to find some really cool, cool pieces uh, for pretty inexpensive that is for them. And then if they take care of them, maybe you do flip them. There we go. There we go. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, you rent them for the rent for, for a little bit. So, yeah. all right, let's see what's Speaking next. Speaking of which, year. there was that renting program for a while. Um, like, you know, they have like was for clothes and things like that. And I, my, my wife and I were like, what? You should do that for toys because kids grow to toys. Okay. Right I think you brought this up yeah, before. And we looked it up and um, there was a couple companies that tried it and it just wasn't successful. 
And it makes sense because kids destroy toys. But yeah, it was like, <laughs> like destroy toys. you got a box of toys. You paid like whatever it was, $20 a month. And you got this giant box of toys. And then when the kids were done with different ones, you'd pack them up and send it back and you get another box. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, 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 that was not a successful <laughs> business model. <laughs> they tried. Work. All right, here we go. This is our final clip. This final clip. Okay. So if you're trying to see what's on we the screen. We destroyed it today. We'll, with we'll talk about it a little bit. Oh, that's awesome. I bought a collection, like a big batch of cars for 40 bucks. Awesome, so good day. Yeah, good day. I mean, video games are so finished, it's not even funny. <laughs> we used to find them that every day. That is yeah, so true. I never find Now it's games. all about mugs, baby. Mug life. I don't know about Mug that. Mug life. $2,500. In mugs. And yes, in the comments, after a couple of fees and some eBay fees and PayPal fees, guys, it's $2,000. Okay. So we don't have to go back. We did have, if you're watching on YouTube at the very beginning of that clip, it showed like how much he paid and how much. Yeah, it was like a little over a hundred and then a couple thousand dollars was, was what is never. And I'm assuming part of that were the pins, right? Yeah. And I, well, you know, he sold a ton of pins, Yeah, a ton of pins and he sold a lot of Thomas and some hot wheels that he picked up were about like 30, $40 value. Really? Which I've never picked up like ever in my entire time picked up hot wheels that are worth that much. Yeah. You gotta, I feel like hot wheels are one of those things. Like most people want them in the box, right? Like I found, a Hot Wheel, my son must have got it from his cousin, one of his cousins, and his one of his cousins must have got it from like his grandpa who like collects old stuff. But I was like, where did this thing come from? And it's like, I want to say the 60s or huh. something like that. I mean, I don't know the exact, but I looked and it's so old. It's like all metal, super old. You can tell. And I'm like, and this would be kind of cool to find some of these. I bet there's some money in them. Uh, but a lot of times, yeah, Hot Wheels people want in the boxes. So it's surprising to hear that there's, if you, I guess, know which ones you're looking for, people will still buy them open, not lotted together. Yeah, agreed. But, you know, it's very true. What he, I mean, he, 2000 bucks, right? And that, that obviously was over time. So that's one thing you have to understand. Like if you're starting this, because we get this all the time. Like yeah. I went to garage sales. I listed five items. I haven't sold anything. Like I'm done with reselling. But so what Gary V, we got to understand he's presenting. He's presenting an idea, right? Because obviously Gary V actually, he gave these, I think, to a relative of his to list on their eBay store. Mm. Right. And, and obviously eBay didn't list a lot of these, but what eBay, oh, not what, eBay what Gary V is trying to present in these videos that, Hey, here's a side hustle that can help you out. And actually during this time right now, right. It is helping out some people. There are some sales that are coming through and, and right. There's this uncertainty, right. And so this side to hustle, even if you can sell stuff from your home may help you a little bit, you know, as we try to figure things out. Right. So, the side hustle is possible. There's still money to be made and, it, and it's very doable. And, and that's kind of what I got out of this. And, and when we do a reaction to the other episodes, it's kind of the same idea, but you know, there's some different, different ideas in those too. Yep. So you have any other thoughts you'd like to share here? Um, man, garage sales are great and I can't wait to get back out there. Neither can we, neither can we, but Hey, hopefully very soon and hope all of you are staying healthy and you're staying safe and hope you enjoy this reaction video. And we look to drop some more episodes coming soon. And with that being said, Hey, make sure to be real, be relevant and be reselling. Please. Please.